What's up, y'all? It's your boy Biggie S'mores back at you with another episode of the Biggie S'mores Show. As always, go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. You can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Um, you can go like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash the Biggie S'mores Show. Now... Normally, I'd kick the pot off with some sports talk. Um, not going to lie to you. Um, I really didn't watch much of any football this weekend. Um, it was my niece's birthday party on Sunday. Um, so, I didn't really get much of a chance. And then... Uh, I, we just we had a lot of running around to do and stuff, and unfortunately, this was that week that I wasn't really able to watch much. Um, so, before uh, I do, I am going to talk about the Bears game a little bit here, but before I do that, I do just kind of want to address why the podcast is a little bit later getting put out than normal. Um, I had some technical difficulties in recording um in other words I didn't actually record (laughs) so um I ended up I don't know what I did but when I did my my big segment um it never recorded so we had to start from scratch on it and just start all over. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I'm recording this after I got off at midnight on Monday, September 23rd, which is actually my big brother's birthday. So, shout out to him, Mike Morrison. Um, so... I didn't get to really I didn't get to see really any of the Bears game. Um I'm really, really glad that we won, obviously. It's a game that I obviously think we should have won. Um, it probably should have been a little bit more of a blowout than it was. Um the you know, it was thirty one to fifteen, but the I mean, the Bears scored 28 in the first half, you know. Um, Turbo Taylor, Taylor Gabriel, had three first-half touchdowns, and he ended up getting a concussion, and he wasn't back in the game after that, obviously. Um, my big concern coming off this game is uh, Akeem Nix. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Akeem Hicks, not Nix, totally different guy. Um, Akeem Hicks uh, went out with a knee injury, which is very, very scary to me because he's actually a lot bigger piece to that defense than a lot of people understand. Um, The reason why Khalil Mack can be as dominant as he has been for us 
has a lot to do with having Hicks, Goldman, and Floyd all around him. I mean, obviously, along with just how well the secondaries played and everything, but that's, you know, regardless. Um, it It's able to free Mac up a lot more that you got a big pass rusher and Hicks coming up at you too, you know. So I'm really, really hoping that that's nothing major and he'll be right back for week four against Minnesota, which is going to be a big week, as everybody knows. Um, a lot of my buddies are Vikings fans, so this is a week where we all kind of beef. <laughs> um, but... Alright, sorry about that, guys. I got really worried for a second because I thought we were having... I thought I was doing the same thing that I did before and I wouldn't have been recording. Um, to get back into a little bit of football talk here, um, I was... I stopped at the grocery store this morning and I was heading on back to uh, grab a bagel because the local grocery store has amazing fresh bagels and not to get off on a tangent here but I know a good bagel um growing up my mom's best friend was a teacher in New York City um and she'd come back up here on winter break and summer break and stuff and she would bring us good actual New York bagels so I know a thing or two about bagels, and this place got some pretty good bagels. Anyway, so I'm up in the grocery store. Uh, I'm wearing my Mitch Please hoodie that my wife got me. Thanks, honey. Um, and he makes a joke that uh, asking if you know that's m more of a uh, of a a prayer than. Uh, a play on words and I said sometimes it really is <laughs> um, but anyway I, I got to talking with him and he's a Cowboys fan and being up here um, we don't get a whole lot of Cowboys fans so thought he had some kind of unique perspectives on a few things um, one, thing he, one thing he did say to me that I just wanted to address in this um, he told me to in my fantasy league, pick up Randall Cobb for week six against the Packers. Uh, Packers will be going to Lambeau that week, and that's the that's the day that Cobb's got circled. Uh, he said that, you know, everybody been counting him out, saying that he was done and all this and that, and he's putting up number one receiver numbers. And, like, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I really haven't been paying that much attention to Dallas. So, I'm not, I don't really know what Cobb is doing. So, I get home, and I'm like, hey, you know, maybe I'll take this guy's advice. So, I look up Randall Cobb in my fantasy league, and Randall Cobb is there to pick up, and I'm like, hey, you know, oh. if I'm to take this guy's word for it, he's putting up number one wide receiver numbers. Well, 
I took a look at Randall Cobb's numbers through week three here. First week, he did good. Real good. Four receptions, 69 yards, and a touchdown. So that's 16.9 fantasy points in my league. Uh, the next week, he was uh, uh, five receptions for 24 yards. Decent. I mean, good QB two, maybe, maybe flex option, you know. Um, I shouldn't even say good QB two, or wide receiver two, sorry. Um, but it's definitely not number one type numbers. Um, and then week three against Miami, he had two catches for 23 yards. For 4.3 fantasy points, and he ain't a number one receiver. I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to say he's done, but there's a very big example out there of guys that have put up numbers in Green Bay, gone somewhere else, and haven't been able to do it. Haven't been able to have that sustained success, um, which is a testament to Aaron. Um, you know, you, you look at Jordy Nelson last year in Oakland, and he didn't do much. You know, he can still stand up, and after he drops a ball, he can stand up and stare at the ref like, we're in the flag, we're in the flag. Like he always did. Um, but... Cobb isn't going to be that great. Can he be a piece for Dallas? Of course he can be a piece for Dallas. He can still play. Um, but he's not going to be that great. Um, so, anyway, that, that's kind of my sports talk for right now. Um, we're going to get into... Some upcoming stuff, a little bit of sneaker news and whatnot here. So, let's get into that. Visit MidwesternGentlemen.com to discover what it means to live the Great Lakes good life. Whether it's diving into the Detroit hip-hop scene, profiling up-and-coming distilleries, or just sharing stories of artists throughout the Great Lakes area, MidwesternGentlemen.com brings it all to life for you. Visit the .com and search for them on your favorite social media platform. Midwestern gentlemen, live the Great Lakes good life. So we're going to kick the sneaker talk off a little bit of Yeezys. Uh, we have the Yeezy 700 V2 in the hospital blue colorway. That's dropping this weekend, September 28th. You're looking at 300 bucks. You know... This is one of my biggest problems with a lot of the Yeezy releases is that they're all so similar. This hospital blue looks almost more like a gray color than it does a blue. Um, as sad as it is to say, I don't think the model is as bad as what I used to think. It's kind of grown on me. But I'm also not dropping three bills on it. So, um, I do really believe that Yeezy is just all hype, man. Um, 
And then we got another Adidas Street Ball, which I guess I didn't really know a lot about this model, to be completely honest with y'all. Um, it's an original 90s model. Um, it's I, I think it's a really, really dope model. Um, for one of these dad shoes, lots of overlays and all that shit. Um, I really, really do think that it is a good looking shoe. Um, that blink colorway, the Yeezy blink colorway, um, is a cop that there is a, a sneaker that I will cop for sure if I can ever come across it. And the fact that retail's only 110 on these things blows my mind. In today's sneaker market, that these things are only $110 absolutely blows my mind. Um, to kind of steer away from Adidas, uh, getting into Jordan brand here, we have, I guess, confirmation that spring 2020 we will have a Flint 13 release. I'm actually really looking forward to this. I really like this shoe. Um, there's something about the Flint 13s that I've always really, really liked. Um, one of my buddies in school had them. I always thought that they were dope. And they are supposedly releasing with the 3M kind of details in the upper in that too, which I think is really, really awesome. Because um, I believe it was 2000... I could be wrong about this, but I believe it was 2010 was the last time that they came out. And they didn't have that 3M reflection in the upper. I'm glad they're going back to it. Um, no official release date yet. It's just it's rumored to be spring of 2020. You're, you're probably going to be looking at that 190 price point. Um, some more spring of 2020 that we got coming up here. Um, is the Jordan 3 Animal Pack. Now there's a couple different Jordan 3s that are in this pack. I think they're all whack, if you want to know the truth. There's you know there's one that has about six or seven different colors. Um, there's like a gray snake skin. There's a black gator. There's Each panel has like a different material and a different color and... It, it, it doesn't flow right. If you ask me, it doesn't look right. Um, one of the other shoes, you know, you're looking at zebra and cheetah print and all this, which I don't necessarily mind, but I just... it It's almost too much in a way. I don't know. Um, it, it reminds me, I think, too much, like the 2010, 2011... Maybe 2012, somewhere in there. Um, actually, I think it was even before that. I want to say it was like 2008 or 2009. Supra. Um, for those of you who don't know who Supra is, Google them. Um, Supra released a sky top that was in like a all zebra print. And we all know how much Wayne loves Supras. Lil Wayne, of course. Love Supers, and I just, I remember him rocking them a lot. Um, it's, it, it these Jordan 3s kind of remind me of that. It just, it seems like something that's played out and just kind of whack. I don't know. 
I'm not really feeling them myself, but that's just me. Um, and then we also have a Air Jordan 1 Pine Green and Jim Red. Um, that's supposed to be dropping in February of 2020. Looks like retail is going to be 190 on them, but I don't know. There's been a lot of talk about the Jordan 1 prices lately. They're supposed to be going up uh, by about 10 bucks, So you'd think it'd be in that 170 range, but because of this is probably more of a sought-after um, Jordan 1, and that's probably going to be a little bit more premium. It is, an, it is considered the OG which I've gotten into before, and I'm not going to go down that road right now. Um, these basically have the uh, black and red color blocking, except for, well, where the black, where black would be on the black and reds is black, and then where the red would be is green. So in your um, toe box, your swoosh, your upper ankle area, all that's like that pine green color. Kind of similar to the ones I released last year or not last year earlier this year but not quite these remind me more of the celtic air jordan ones and then um they do they do have a black with red writing um tongue tag and there was only one picture that i saw so from that one picture, it looked like that's the only uh, gym red that's on the shoe. Um, what I thought was actually really cool about the shoe, though, is it has a black wings logo that looks like it's sewn on. It's not, like, pressed in there or um, anything like that. It looks like it's actually, like, hand-sewn. Well, I guess not hand-sewn on, but it looks like it's actually sewn on. And we're back. Sorry about that. As I was going along there, I just accidentally hit a button on my computer that stopped me in the middle of my talking. Um. Anyway, it was kind of perfect because I was just about to transition over to Nike and Nike Sportswear here. Uh first thing here I'm going to talk about is this Nike Air Force One WTR Gore-Tex in the Phantom colorway. I understand the idea of winterizing. I understand the idea of a sneaker boot. Whatever this shoe is, and I don't know what it is, I do not understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. So it's like a low top Air Force One with a higher collar that has some elastic in it and whatnot, so it like sticks to your ankle. Um, and then a zipper that zips on up, plus the shoe has laces. It's got an icy white sole. The the upper is like a phantom white is what they're calling it. It's pretty much just all white. Like I said, I don't understand the concept behind this shoe. How many times are we going to try and reinvent the Air Force One to make it a winter shoe? 
Should have stopped with the duck boots because the duck boots were damn good. Um, but it, it just it it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like the shoe. I think it's hideous. Uh, you're looking at one hundred and eighty dollars. There's no official release date on it yet. Now let's get into some stuff that I actually do like. Um, the Foamposite Pro in the NYX colorway. These things are fire. Straight fire. Um, so it's got a black upper with a orange swoosh on the side. And then where the miniature swoosh is on the lace, um... Why am I drawing a blank on that? What you would call that? The the part where your shoelace is up. Where the little miniature swoosh is. Um, that swoosh is blue. It's got some orange uh, accents up the tongue with a... Um, I, think it, I think there's a blue logo on the tongue too. But I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, and then it's got this blue outsole that is just perfect. I mean, these things are butter, 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 just beautiful. Um, actually, I don't have release information for that. I wish I did. Um, and I'm a guy that I'm not a huge Fomposite guy because... <sighs> Hype killed phone posits to me. The amount of releases that they did killed phone posits to me. So I really, really like this shoe. Um, something else we got is the Nike SB Janoski 2 in moccasin form. I think it's actually really, really dope. Um, the, uh, the, the, original Janoski Max I have a pair of it and I love I beat them um, I just love them they're super comfy good to rock anytime good to rock anywhere really really good shoe plus this moccasin I think actually has a really really good look to it it's got the kind of that um, the only way I know how to describe it is it's the color of moccasins <laughs> Um, kind of that deer skin colored upper um, with black accents. Like I said, it looks really good. It's really clean. Um, I feel like it'd be a really, really good winter shoe. Probably good to just kick around your house in too, but hey. Um, those, we don't have an official release date. Once again, on retail is going to be a buck twenty, $120. Um, something that I actually just saw this morning is these, uh, Air Force One Uninterrupted. Um, Uninterrupted is a company that is owned by LeBron James, by one of LeBron James' business partners, uh, Maverick Carter. Um, they're getting a special collab, I guess you'd say, Air Force One, that is um I'm gonna pull up the quote that they have on the shoe here. 
feel like I'm not going to have a spell. I'm kind of struggling with it. Sorry, this does not make for a good podcast. Um, they have this uh, low-top Air Force One. I got the... Never mind, that's not the right thing. So, um, and on the back, and this is all that we've seen in the shoe yet, on the back it says, I'm more than my body. I am the message. I am the source. And I have a story to tell. I'm more than just an athlete. Um, Powerful message on them. I think that... (laughs) This is a shoe that I would want to cop for more than just the style of it. Um, I do really, really appreciate the fact that LeBron James isn't afraid to stick his neck out on this. Um, And isn't afraid to stick his neck out and say things. Um, Whether I agree with everything he's saying or not. It doesn't matter to me. I like the fact that he is able to have a backbone and do it. Um, I mean, it's when you have this bullshit of, you know, athletes need to just stick to sports and that bullshit mindset. Um, I just want to look at you and go, hey, Chuck, you should probably stick to cutting meat in the deli. And that's not a shot at anybody I know named Chuck or anybody that works in a deli. But that's the that's the way you sound when you say shut up and dribble. Like really, what do you do? What gives you the right to have an opinion and me not to have one? Now obviously when I say me, I'm not talking about me because I'm not an athlete. I am not an athlete. Um, And I don't really want to go too far off onto that. But I really mean that too. Like, I think that they can have more of an impact, right? Um, With this message, doing it this way. In I'm kind of tripping up here, kind of having a little brain fart. Um, so I it's impressive to me that they can, that they're not afraid to do this. One thing that I think has been awesome is the fact that Nike has not ever backed down from its standpoint. Um, and you can give Nike all the criticism in the world. They they use little kids to put their shoes together. All that, all that. I I mean, I get that. But they're not afraid to stick their neck out like that either. You know, like like I just said about LeBron, he's not afraid to stick his neck out and stand by what he believes in. You know, I mean, we're he's going into the seventeenth year right now. He never had a major major scandal really. You know, it's. 
is impressive. It's very impressive. Sorry about the talking yawn stuff. Anyway, I want to kind of finish this segment off with something that I've talked a lot about in a previous pod. Fila is dropping the Grant Hill 2s again. Um, really dope. You can actually go get them right now. They have, there's two colorways. There's a white and red and a white and navy. Like I said, you can go cop them right now. Straight off of Fila. The importance of the Grant Hill 2 in the sneaker game is not talked about as much. Um, if you go back and listen to my Grant Hill podcast, um, you'll get more of an idea about that. But, um, it is a big deal, if you ask me. Um, retail's a 120 on them. Um, a little bit more than what I would want to pay for these Vila's, but... I understand. It's the way the the game's going today and whatnot. Um, anyway, I don't want to ramble on too much more here. Um, let's uh, let's kick it to the outro, guys. Guys, I know I say it at the beginning and the end of every single episode, but please go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. Please go follow me. Uh, Give me feedback on the podcast, man. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Give me suggestions. Everything helps. Every little bit helps. I'm doing this for the people, man. So let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't. Let me know if you want to be on an episode. I might let you come on. I don't know. You guys, thank you for always listening. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for the people that do give me feedback. I truly, truly appreciate it. It means the world to me. Thank you so much, guys. Now back to the pod. And that's it for this week's podcast. As always, go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. You can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Go like our page on Facebook. Um, it's facebook.com backslash the Biggie S'mores show. Shout out to the guys at Midwestern Gentlemen. They have their Art of the Gentleman event on Thursday night. If you're in Detroit, hit up the foundation hotel i believe is where it's at you can go find it on their facebook page or on their website um as always though thank you guys so much for listening thanks for all the feedback um thank you for the advice and the suggestions and things like that they're what help improve everything so i truly truly do appreciate it um, like you said, man, bro, I've said it in pretty much every podcast. Um, I want this to be successful. I want it to grow and I want it to be the best that it can be. So you guys got to let me know, um, keep me in check when I come and write and whatnot. But as always, thank you everybody for the support. Um, 
keep your heads up. That's one thing that's super duper important, man. Keep your head up. Stay positive. Man. It's, it's, uh, it's like that old 50 Cent song. When. If. Sunny days wouldn't be special. If it wasn't for rain. And joy wouldn't feel so good. If it wasn't for pain. So just remember that, man. Like. You are going to go through bad times. You're going to go through ups. You're going to go through downs. But just stay positive. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you got to lean on other people. But just try and keep a positive mindset. And when you're going through some shit. Talk to somebody. That's one of the things that always worries me the most, man. Um, we have these ridiculous suicide rates and things like that because there's a lot of guys out, specifically guys out there that think doing the manly thing is holding all that in and it ain't. So go out there and talk if you need it. Life gets really stressful for everybody sometimes. Like I said, man, we all go through it. We all go through ups. We all go through downs. You know, everybody has their bouts with depression sometimes. So just keep that in mind. Try and stay level-headed. Biggest thing is to try and stay positive. Um, I said that at the end of last week's podcast. Man, just smile. Smile at somebody else. You don't know what anybody else is going through. You don't know the the bad day that somebody else might be having. And you being kind to them might show that um might show that things aren't so bad and it might turn their day around. You never know. Um and not that this is like the super upbeat podcast, but um one of the things for me um, that I've learned a lot from Gary V, listening to his podcast all the time and watching his videos on Instagram and all that, um, one of the big things that I learned from him, just being empathetic, man. Um, you know, uh, in my position, I work in a retail job where... There is sometimes it's sometimes not not always. I mean, they're almost all you know. I almost never have a day where I don't get yelled at about something. But you know, you have to you have to understand, and you you kind of have to remember that everybody everybody's going through their own thing, and um, you know. They might just be having a bad day, and yeah, you're the one they're taking it out on. But it's not the end of the world. Um, but with all that being said, guys, I really hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, go like us. Like I said, go like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash the biggest more show. Um, you can go follow my personal pages. Like I said, it's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. I truly, truly appreciate it. 
Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got kind of tripped up there. Um, but have a great week. I'm hoping to be able to get right back at you next Monday. So, peace and much love to you.